0: Oh dear, right, shall we get started? Yeah, we just do an intro and an outro, we don't need to do the middle bit, because we've already done that. What? Huh? You, right, you know when we record this, we do an intro, Yeah. and then we do a main bit, Yeah. and then we do an outro. Well, we've when already we done never... them.
1: When did we do them? We didn't do them the
0: other night, did we? No, we did the main bit the other night, so we need to do intro and outro tonight.
1: You just fucking said we don't need to do the intro and the outro. We That's do. Your,
0: we listen, only need. To
1: do... You re-listen to what you just fucking said. You said I will. We go don't back. need. We don't need to do the intro and the outro. Did I? That was that was your words.
0: Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Movie Chef podcast, where we make a meal out of movies. I am your host, Tebs, and my co-host here, my partner in crime, the Ogre of Oma.
1: The new garage position, my finger going to see looking at my finger guns.
0: I was going to say, as this is only an audio podcast, it might, be, it might be good to chip in with some speaking every now and then, rather than just flexing your finger guns in the garage. <laughs>
1: I'm uh, giving you... A... Two-gun salute there.
0: And how are you, my friend? Are you well?
1: I'm fine. I'm, I'm living the life of Riley, Paul. That's living the life of Riley.
0: But how are you in yourself?
1: <sighs> Listen, is this going to be a Matt Damon moment? Well, it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Paul.
0: Oh, uh, no, we'll I'm get...
1: fine. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Listen, we're, we're all... We're all on, you know, walking on tippy toes, waiting for a second lockdown. You know, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Probably will happen. But, you know, at least then we can go back to doing two podcasts a week for a couple of
0: weeks. <laughs> we'll just crank <laughs> out. We'll crank out that content for another couple of weeks. We might even we might even start doing a few reviews again, seeing as though we'll have the time. But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and of course, this week's news has dolloped us with a huge a uh, huge dollop of irony as uh, Hair Trump as has uh, come down with the, the hoax, hasn't he? So we obviously send our best wishes to the uh, to the virus at this time. It's devastating.
1: I, I just like the fact that yeah, it's like half of the fucking cabinet now is coming down with, with COVID or coronavirus or whatever you want to call it. Um, all of them are just so fucking adamant that they need to fucking seek Donald Trump's approval so much. That they would put their own lives at risk just to fucking sit at his feet and eat from his bowl. And it makes me very, very happy that half the cabinet now are, are down with coronavirus. And again, I don't want them to die. I don't want them no. know, in any way, shape, or form, anything to happen to them. I, I would be very relieved if they suffered, um, <laughs> you know, badly, suffered real bad.
0: Um, no, I don't I, want know, anyone to die. I don't want anyone to die. Even Trump. I don't want Trump to die.
1: No, I'm, not at all. Not at all. No,
0: no, not at let, all. Let's
1: just hope. Let's just hope that their insurance covers pre-existing conditions as well.
0: <laughs> so shall we get on to the uh the trailers first? News, 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 news. No, news will come in a minute. So trailers, uh, uh trailers, new trailers this trailers, week. Trailers,
1: trailers, trailers, trailers.
0: Don't, don't. It's too raw. It's too raw today. Don't. Yeah, yeah. We'll come on to that. Uh, the Witchers. Robert uh, Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. The Witchers. There's Witcher? the the gonna be. Witches. Are we gonna have
1: fucking Henry Cavill three times? The <laughs> Witchers.
0: <laughs> like Alien and Aliens. No, the Witch. Yeah. The witches. So the
1: witches. this is. And Anne- Roldal's Ro- Ro- oh. witches.
0: Roldal, formerly of, was, was he in the SAS? He was like MI five or something. I wasn't don't it?
1: think he was. In, I don't think it, Yeah, I don't think he was in the SAS, but he was in, in a like this club along with a few other well-known. Uh, Christopher well, Lee was in it. They were kind of like the uh, the British Mata Harries, you know, male Mata Harries. I remember
0: it was either my granddad or an uncle or someone once said, "You know that Roald Dahl? him and Christopher Lee used to kill kill Germans together in the war." And I just thought, how fantastic would that have been? <laughs> <laughs> Christopher <laughs> rolled <laughs> down riding in on Harley. I, th- I, I don't think.
1: I don't think. I don't think Christopher Lee was dressed up as Dracula though. I, you know, I know ah, what you're fuck. thinking. Christopher Lee dressed dressed as fucking uh, Saruman. <laughs> you know, he wasn't dressed up as Saruman killing fucking. In my Hitler. head, he
0: was. So this is. Un-
1: no, that's a, movie. that's a movie that i like to watch, though, so, yeah.
0: This is Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, and Stanley Tucci in the Robert Zemeckis-directed straight to... God, which one is it this week? HBO Max. Um, Roald no, Dahl's was... adaptation. Uh, <sighs> yeah, go for it. What are you saying? Um,
1: is it just me who is becoming a little bit tired of these trailers that are just boring as fuck?
0: The show there's too much.
1: Nothing, yeah, but there's nothing in that trailer that would make me want to
0: watch that movie. Nothing. Not even Anne Hathaway wearing a wig.
1: No, I absolutely adore Anne Hathaway. She is fantastic. I really do. I really, really have a lot of time for Anne Hathaway. You know, she's she's a great actress. She's um a beautiful lady. and uh, you know, a lot of time for her. But I I, I just I don't understand how people can bring a trailer out. Now, there's that whole kind of thing of you don't want to show too much, but you don't want to show too little. I I remember the trailer for the original Witches and Angelica Houston is kind of like an iconic kind of character in in the Witches in that that vein. You know, I remember when all the women were in the room. Uh, I remember when she... Reveals herself to be a witch, and it was fucking grotesque. You know, it was it was it was absolute. It was a it was a Roald Dahl kind of character. Um, I can't remember who drew that. Roald, It was Quentin Blake. Quentin, Quentin Blake, Blake used to, do. yeah, yeah.
0: He and did then, a lot he, of them. I don't know if it, if I don't know if Quentin Blake did the witches, but he did a lot of that,
1: Yeah, other. but I mean, but I mean, she like that, that. drawing was straight out of a cartoon from from a Roald Dahl a, a Roald Dahl book. Um, and there was nothing in this trailer that spoke to me as in wanting to watch it.
0: Now this this, you know what? Watching this, it looked like a uh, Tim Burton knockoff. Yeah, They're trying to be, and I think that's what Roald Dahl should be—Willy Wonka in a hotel or whatever this is. Now nah, this didn't do it for me, but I don't know what's happening about the UK release for this, but it's out on HBO.
1: Roald Dahl, Roald Dahl used to write dirty books. Did you know this? <laughs> <laughs> like, Roald Dahl wrote, wrote, wrote adult adult books before he, he did children's ones. You could probably tell that because even his children's books were, were grotesque. You know, they were, you know, Revolting Rhymes. was one that me and my brother used to, uh, Revolting Rhymes, and oh, I can't remember the other one. It was like kids' oh. poems. Horrors, oh, I can't remember what they are, but they were always that kind of on the cusp of being rude, And in some cases, there were rude words plastered all over the book, you know, so he just adapted into that. And I don't know. Obviously, we haven't seen it yet. I don't know which one is going to be more faithful uh, to the book. But, you know, if Willy Wonka is anything to go by, apparently Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka was more authentic to the book than what Gene Wilder's was.
0: Yeah, Gene Wilder was was well away from the book. I remember reading the book and it wasn't about Willy Wonka. It was this creepy guy I mean that for me was uh yeah that was that was a uh, thing all of its own but no Roald Dahl has done a lot of stuff it's done a lot of there's a lot of stuff that Tim Burton would have a good sort of feel there with I mean there was the BFG that came out a few years ago by Steven Spielberg and that was Ooh. just that was just it was a nice family film you know but it felt like it should have come out 15 years ago and been right at home. Then you know it just seems too nice for this town. I think for some reason, Roll out stuff they always seem to. I never watched
1: them. it. Never watched it. Never. No appeal.
0: And there was Matilda, obviously in the nineties. I think that that came close as well, didn't it? Matilda with that. Amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, Matilda. Matilda was amazing. I love Matilda. I. I did, my kids actually would still watch Matilda uh, to this day. Uh, I would probably say that I I I've seen Matilda about 30 40 you, times and it, ne- it never it never gets older. Do you,
0: do you remember the scene where Miss Honey gets stuck in the Iron Maiden? Yeah. Yeah, never No, happened.
1: no she didn't no she, ne- no, no she didn't never happened. that's no, what no, I mean. No, she didn't. Yeah. yeah that's no, what I mean.
0: Didn't. I remember that happening. Never happened. No, she the didn't. the Mandela effect.
1: It's not the Mandela effect, Paul. It is. You're, I've had you're it. just you're just taking too many drugs and drank far too many orange WKD's. <laughs>
0: That I'm shit keeping, is toxic. That I'm shit keeping, is toxic. I'm keeping 2002 alive,
1: baby. We used to live next to Cellafield. I think that's a big fucking issue as well. We used to, yeah, be used to live be. very close.
0: Yeah. That could be it. I remember going to Cellafield once with my dad. and no, <laughs> uh, part the times. <laughs> no, we had, we had a father son weekend. And uh, we went to Cellafield and we went around Cellafield. And um, I think I made a joke about the frogs looking mutated or something because of the the (laughs) nuclear waste. And everyone kind of looked at me a bit on edge. But Um, I was only about 10. We've had a sequel uh, trailer for Borat. Yes. So this was announced last week that it had been filmed and um, showcased, shown, presented to a a minimal audience. And now they've released a full-blown trailer for this. This Mm -hmm. looks funny. I, I've yeah. gotta say the the first one was fantastic. It looks like they managed to do something a little bit different with this and actually take it in a new direction um what's What's your thoughts here
1: I, I I kind of agree with you. Um, you know I, I think you know that one of my biggest bugbears in life is sequels that is are constantly winking to the camera. you know uh, remember, remember we did this the first time around, yeah, remember yeah. remember well, we're gonna do it again, longer, louder, and, you know, and, and more bombastic. And it's like, no, no. Uh, you, mean the Ameri-
0: you mean the American <laughs> pie rule of making a sequel?
1: Yeah, you know, Anchorman, Zoolander. You know, it's, it's just the same. It's, you know, let's try some new ideas. Let's try not to dance around the same old joke. Um, I like the whole idea that he can't walk down the street without people pointing at him yeah. going, Borat, Borat. So, so now, you know, it's given uh, Sacha Baron Cohen license now to play Borat as other characters, which yeah. I think is a very interesting kind of thing. Um, and this is but, what was announced
0: you know, last week. So when they said they'd made the film, there was talk that it was Sacha Baron Cohen playing Borat playing Sacha Baron Cohen. And I yeah. think everyone kind of thought, well, hang on, why was that going to... Be? And it is. It's, it's Borat playing a character, well, playing a, an actor who dresses up as other people and put does skits with them. So Bora is becoming the Sasha Baron Cohen where he knows he has to he's so famous he has to put on a disguise to trick people now. Yeah. And that is a very clever, very layered type of comedy. And even when you watch this, it looks like it's just going for the cheap gags. And it's not, I think this is going to be very, very clever.
1: But I think that's Sasha Baron Cohen dances the line of Ridiculous and intelligence very well because you know obviously he's done all these talks about uh, you know Facebook and, and things like that there about how it's encroaching into people's civil liberties and you know how Zuckerberg has taken absolutely you no know, responsibility for the, the the content on his platform and allowing white nationalists you know supremacists Nazis KKK you know on the platform without you know and with gay abandon you know letting them do whatever they want. Oh Um, And I think it's interesting, you know, anybody that's obviously watched, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen, I I watched the 11 o'clock show when it was him, Ricky Gervais, Daisy Donovan, you know, Ian Lee, do you remember? Uh, Yeah, yeah, you know, and when he started off as Ali G character, you know, and he was interviewing politicians, you know, it's very much, it's very much brass eye. It's very much. Just thinking that he's, he's this
0: generation's brass eye. Yeah, it definitely it,
1: is. It's day-to-day, it's, day it's Brass Eye, and uh, Armando Iannucci, you know, Chris Morris, it's that type of comedy that I fucking love. I love the fact that they get to make fools out of people who think that their opinions matter, and most of the time, their opinions are just fucking turgid.
0: Yeah, and it just puts them. It puts them on a pedestal, shows them off to the world about how idiotic and um dangerous their attitudes can be. And it 100%. shows them for the fools that they are. And the, the 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 genius bit for me is him saying, well sue me then. Yeah. Give us the publicity. Yeah. Big big politician sues um Sasha Baron Cohen over this new movie which is out on the 23rd of October by the way and he's taking us to court. But don't worry we've got this little bit of paper that he signed so we're, we're in the clear. And then no way. Yeah. It. So it's yeah. either Sewers, or sit there and oh, it's fantastic. It's so clever.
1: But it's that it's that kind it's that kind of argument of no, I definitely said that, but I didn't mean to say that. You're like, well, <laughs> why did you say it then? With, why, why,
0: why When you were saying about the um, the sequels always take something and dial it up another notch. For me, and I know I'm going to sound like a bore here, but one of the only things that I didn't like about the Borat was the scene in the hotel room where he's got the big fat Turkish guy on his face and stuff, and they're both naked wrestling. No. Uh, It was just... Maybe I've just got a bit of a weak constitution. I've just got a bit of a weak constitution (laughs) and stuff like that. But I can see them doing that, but on a next level up.
1: With his daughter?
0: I can imagine something like that. I I really can. Yeah. There's already hints that uh, she gets the old Lady Garden out in front of a a black tie (sighs) event. So I think there's... I can see him going a bit. And I just hope, again, you know, but again, the Republicans are already coming out and saying this is political and it shouldn't be released because it's political and they're trying to sway the election. And you just think, <laughs> Fuck off, how much money have you been <laughs> spending on one
1: <laughs> well, thing, the one, the one, Canada, thing, the one thing that I would say is that if I was a Republican or, or a Democrat, you know, politician who has had an interview with a foreigner in the last six to seven months, I would, I would be very, very worried right now.
0: Yes, I think they would. Or if you met somebody whose face just looked a little rubbery, but you were too polite to say <laughs> yeah. anything. But yeah, I think there's going to be, a, I think there's going to be a lot coming out. It wouldn't surprise me if they already all know. But I just think, yeah, it's fantastic. But and it was filmed during the lockdown as well. It was the scenes in there from being quarantined with. Uh, a family, God knows who, but yeah, look I'm looking forward to that. Um, right. So we'll go a little bit serious for now. Just want to, uh, we're going to talk about this. So over in the UK, Cineworld is the largest uh, movie theatre chain over here. It's got uh, 120 sites across the UK. It also operates sites. It's the second largest um, theatre company in North America with 540 locations under the Regal banner. And Cineworld have announced, um, following news that Bond has been now delayed until next April, that Cineworld are going to be looking to shut all of their sites uh, and make five and a half thousand staff redundant. So, um, let's start from the beginning. So Bond being delayed, did you, are you surprised?
1: Not, not at all. Because they obviously want to make as much money as they can, um, and under the current uh, situation that the entire world is in, um, we they won't be able to do that. Now, that's not saying that I agree with it, um, but that's saying that these people are are money fucking grubbers, um, yeah. just like most people in power. Um, I, <clears throat> I've obviously been in a situation where a company that I worked for went into administration. Um, I've dealt with the issues that come along with that, that I worked for a retail chain in the UK, um, that went into administration, uh, and a lot of the stores closed down, you know, about 60% of the stores closed down. Um, I've been in that situation where customers are coming in and just being absolute buck heads to you for absolutely no reason you know i've been there i've dealt with it i've seen it um my heart goes out to them uh because let's be like forget socialism but forget capitalism and all this bullshit right this country has enough money and the world has enough money in its coffers to save places like this it's just a question of will they all they look for is their bottom line. All they look for is, am I going to make a return on my investment? If they were to come back and go, we could save all these jobs and you will get your money back. You just won't make a profit.
0: Well, so okay. none,
1: none, of, none of them, none of them would say yes. None of them.
0: No, another one. And here's the thing, right? So do you put the blame? So is is if we're playing the blame game, you've got MGM that have been marketing Bond to death. They've been doing TV releases, they've released a new trailer. Um, they are very much saying this is coming out in november and then they just turned around and said right no we're pulling it next april so it just kills that momentum cinemas now have not got, yeah have got nothing until december coming out yeah so is it mgm's fault <clears throat> is it cineworld's fault for not diversifying what they do because at the end of the day cinemas rely on the studios to send them content they can't get anything else. It's not like a, a supermarket but we're, where but you we're buy... but we're
1: pu- sorry, sorry. it's not <clears> like
0: <throat> a, it's not like a supermarket where the can't <clears throat> buy the bread from one shop to go to another supplier, you know what I mean? Yeah, They're, and I get I reliant get reliant on these releases.
1: But we're we're putting the blame at the door of companies not thinking about the obvious five thousand people that are sitting below them that rely on this. You know, we're putting the blame at these companies that make enough money, because let's let's just be let's put all the cards on the table. Not one executive at Cineworld is gonna lose a penny. No. Nah. Simple as that. Not one of them. Not Ooh. one, not not anybody on that board is gonna lose one penny.
0: One thing I will tell you now, I think a lot of people's pensions are going to devalue over the next two years because a lot of companies like Cineworld are owned by people, you know, who have pension pots to play with. And, you know, every time you say, where's your pension pot? Is it in a, you know, variable fund or whatever is that somebody playing with it on the stock market? And that's people who put it together to invest in cinemas and things like that. There's a lot of companies like Cineworld, like I'm not going to name the other ones who a lot of their money is pension pots yeah and this is why yeah.
1: i oh. just have a belief i just have a belief and you know call it socialism call it communism call it whatever the fuck you want the the world that we're living in now should have we should have insurance policies in place to cover for for eventualities now nobody could have foreseen the, the, what had happened no one could you know i don't i don't you know in any way suspect that anybody seen this coming you know in a million years but there is enough companies in this world who are making massive amounts of money and paying very little in recompense to governments or whatever who could be doing their damnedest you know i i made a joke on twitter today that you know, the world isn't or isn't gonna be happy until everybody works for Amazon. And that is that is yeah thirty thirty years away. You know, yeah. that is thirty years away. You know, I, I always laughed. I always laughed when my wee man told me, you know, when we were watching Ready Player One, you know, he was like, Can you imagine living like that? I looked at him and I was like, Ernie, you probably will be in 50 years time, like Yeah.
0: So okay, going back to the Cineworld piece. So basically, do should it be should the studios release the films regardless, knowing they're going to make a loss, but it keeps cinemas in business? Should the cinemas... Well, they have to. ...be doing <laughs> other things to keep the money coming in because they don't have new content? Or should the government be paying either the studios or the cinemas money to, to keep going? Whose responsibility is it?
1: I, th- I think it has to be a collective responsibility on everybody's shoulders. I mean, we, we pay enough tax... Uh, you know, uh, as as humans in, in, in a society that can cover things like this, you know, if if the banks can be bailed out, you know, up to a trillion pounds during, you know, during a, a, a deficit, they, there should be absolutely no hesitation for the government to pull the trigger for 5000 people to keep their jobs
0: but then you then okay we're talking the uk now but then Odeon are going to go out of business then view then the independent cinemas and yeah, then yeah okay spaces, we'll, start, then- we'll start
1: start charging start charging companies bigger tax rates google yeah. amazon facebook mcdonald's the mo- they all should be paying 30 40% tax no company no multi trillion billion pound dollar company should be paying any less 30%
0: tax, not one. On the money that for me it should be with Amazon. So if you are in the UK and you make a purchase in the UK on online through it, an ISP based in the UK, then that means that that transaction is happening in the UK and there should be tax paid yeah. on that. Not going yeah. through Ireland or Gibraltar or wherever. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the cinemas in trouble. The second piece of this story is um I think you'd have fun with this one. So a uh, from what we're hearing this was um a story released by the times newspaper the times sunday times in the uk and
1: the times
0: the times the times of london darling go and hit that servant for me um that a lot most of the staff were actually finding out when this article was published these staff have had no consultation about possible redundancy from next week. They could be out of a job by this time next week. And the way they found out about it was in the front of the paper. And I put a tweet out. I used to be a, an unlimited card holder, and I cancelled it before the lockdown, actually, because you just don't get the value. But Cineworld it has been dreadful for a long time. They've invested a lot, but um, customer service is crap. The s- staff are com- they're understaffed every shift. There's no staff in there for, for decent customer service. The managers never to be seen. The it's a shame because you don't want people losing the jobs. But the way that company is run, it doesn't surprise me that these staff have not been told that they could be losing the jobs next week.
1: Well, that's 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 like anywhere, man. You know, I remember the company that I work for and used to work for in the UK, and yeah. there is a trade there is a trade magazine called mcb or mvc i can't remember the name mcb i think the name of it is and their biggest traffic in the history of their website was when our retailer was going into administration because Mm -hmm. they were just putting up stories just to get the hits and it was because it wasn't anybody outside of the company it was all staff shitting themselves thinking that they weren't going to have a job in the morning and 50% of them didn't, you know, when it came to, I think it was actually my birthday. It was March 25th, 2012. Um, my missus worked for a store in Belfast under the same head and she lost her job. You know, I had all different friends, obviously, who, who worked for the company who lost their jobs. And thankfully, but- I, I was in the flagship store and the flagship store stayed open.
0: But had you been given notice of this had you gone through a uh, consultation process
1: nothing nothing whatsoever nothing i i got every bit of information from mcb everything nice. any anything that came from the directors anything that came from the administrators anything that came you know when it came to closing the stores they had stores down south we had we had people uh, after it all happened we had uh, people uh, who boarded themselves into stores in southern ireland and basically we're saying we're not letting go of the stock we're not letting go until you pay us our pension because pensions and stuff are and redundancies different down south yeah, than in right. the uk it, you get you get like a week weeks worth of wages um down south and up here there's the statutory kind of it's 10 what is it if you've worked for over 10 years you get a week's wages for every, uh, every yeah, you year get, that like... you've been there
0: yeah, for every two tea breaks you've had, you get four point three yeah. hours or something. But oh, yeah, yeah, but, um, it's, but
1: that's but that's, me- that's, that, that's what it is. You know, yeah. I, I understand. I understand where it is.
0: Yeah, I've only been through it once. I worked for a company. They, um, I'm not even going to go down that route. Who it is? But they had offices all over the country. Um, no, sorry, excuse me. They had one office north of the UK, and they had one office <laughs> down
1: north south. of the what? Iceland?
0: in the north of the UK so they had one office up in Scotland and one just outside of London and they said right we're going to make everybody redundant in this office in Scotland all 30 people 50 people whatever one guy got 12 grand in redundancy because he'd been there for like 10 years and he walked into a job at the next door call centre the following week he just went and walked in so he got paid 12 grand they made everybody redundant kept on the seven best everybody else was out of the job that they went and hired six teams of 10 dotted around the country because they wanted to regionalize within a year they'd made all them redundant and opened up another office in Manchester. And you just, I just sat watching these people lose the jobs day after day and you're just like, you're just messing with people's lives over stuff. But this is slightly different. So what do you see um, cinema looking like in a year's time then? Because there's about three options, right? The government chip in just to keep the basically the bailout cinemas and if they do that they've got to bail out theaters and whatever theaters mm-hmm. and cinemas stay shut until everything opens i think your cinemas will become under uh studio control
2: mm-hmm.
0: so disney will buy cine world and mgm and universal will get together and buy Odeon, etc and then if you want to watch the new marvel film you have to go to a Cineworld. world there's no other you know i think it might be like that or studios know damn well that withholding the big content will put cinemas out of business which then enables them to go onto exclusive streaming platforms for their releases and take more money
1: It all depends on the streaming platforms really doesn't it it all all just depends on it because we've had this conversation about Milan, I don't know the numbers about Milan but I've heard that they weren't good um and especially in china because they even thought that it was slightly racist um and yeah, they just they, they even they, they thought it was a bit you know. Yeah and they didn't like the story um but it all depends on what streaming platforms do you know you can't you can't criticize people like netflix and stuff for doing what they've done you know simply because of it puts other things out of business, but then you can't turn, you can't look at Netflix and then and go, what's the, what's the value for you to buy over these cinema chains and open these cinema chains? You know, what are they going to do? Are they going to release the next season of Better Call Saul in a cinema rather than putting it on a platform? No, I don't think and...
0: Netflix, there was talk. <clears throat> Netflix were going to buy a cinema in New York. I think they did actually, they bought a cinema in New York and a cinema in Los Angeles. Cause then what they'll do is for three months, they'll release their big films in those two cinemas which makes them eligible for Oscars. What I'm talking about are the big mm. studios, not your Netflix, because they want people subscribing. They don't want people going to a cinema. I'm talking your Disney, uh, even. Do
1: you, do you know what the one thing is for me as well, man? You know the, the thing that the thing that gets me is that we talk about the five thousand people, but what what about the cinemas that are on public streets that are next to a news agents? You know what what about the cinemas that are next to restaurants? you know, you know, on, on high streets in fucking, you know, wherever, Timbuktu, middle of nowhere, England. You know, what what about what happens? You know, people don't understand and the government don't understand. And these fucking people at the tops of these companies who are earning, you know, upwards of fucking two, three, four million pounds a year, it, it's so easy to fucking sign away the property and sign away some people's jobs and just not think about the entire economy and the entire you know community that these cinemas are in. And that's, that's what's going to be affected more than anything else.
0: Yeah, because at the minute, the cine worlds are going to be mothballed for six months, seven months, until the content starts coming out. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It really doesn't look good, because I think without the cinemas, they're not going to release the content. Without the content, the cinemas can't stay open. I was looking at it this weekend. It's a fiver to go see Tenet. And I've never seen it so mm-hmm. cheap, and that's yeah. one of my local multiplexes. Well, and apparently they're dead. Apparently they're all empty. And I'm still thinking I don't want to do it. I don't want to go. Yeah,
1: where where I work in the centre that I work in up in West Belfast, um, they the cinema is always busy. There's always a queue. You know what I mean? Like they're they they are putting on what was the, they put on uh, Empire Strikes Back, and they did the whole. Uh, Nolan Batman trilogy, and um, you know they're putting on all these classic kind of movies, and I think you know that's the route that people should be going down. You know we should be we should be looking at, um, you know, classic movies that people missed in the cinema first time. I think that's what most people are doing, obviously. Like,
0: um, yeah, but nobody's but... going to see them. They still they're not making enough money to keep going. The cinemas aren't taking <sighs> enough money. And if <laughs> have you gone to see Empire Strikes Back in your local cinema? Well, uh, no and i haven't and i've seen them all on i've seen them all there's a load of them see good fellas and i'm looking at and but what's think, the what answer Goodfellas? though
1: what's the answer what's what what is the answer if these screens are there live sporting events
0: they've tried that and again you've got amazon at home why do you want to go to a cinema to sit with a bunch of uh contagious strangers when you could sit in your own house and watch it no, it no. needs with, new content.
1: Can't watch with it. some contagious <laughs> children.
0: <laughs> and for me, I mean, thinking back to it, I've been in cafes, I've been in offices since all this has been happening. You know, I shouldn't be that bothered about going and sitting in a cinema. As long yeah. as everybody's away from me, I'm really not that bothered. I'm just not going because there's no one worth watching. Tenet, maybe. And even... Well, what's, you know, well, what's the answer? Should, should, should the
1: industry mean in directors, actors, producers, you know, should they be more proactive in what they're doing? Should Should George fucking Lucas look at fucking Disney and go, right, I'm going to make a 30 fucking minute Star, Star Wars movie? You know,
0: should... No, they've got you know, films. They- no, they've got films. What I'm saying is when you fund a film, a movie, say for example, oh, fuck it, okay, 9-11.
1: Do you know what? Fil- I knew you were going to say that.
0: Films came out Around the around the same, I mean, films must have come out on the Friday and then 9-11 happened on the Tuesday. You know, I guarantee films will have lost money on that. Other contagious diseases, the wildfires in California when they're on and they say, oh, um, films that come out when the Super Bowl's on, for crying out loud. And they always say, oh, these strange, these one-off events, you know, the power cutting down the West Coast or whatever. Things happen, which means you lose money. What they're basically saying is we've got this film that we can release now, finished, done. You don't need George Lucas to go make one, but we're not going to release it because we'll make a loss. Tough tits. There should there should be a legal thing that when a, a company books in a date for release, they have to release it. And that will be keeping cinemas open. And yeah, you know what? Tenet's made $60 million, something like that. It's lost a lot of money but it's seen as the film that tried to keep the cinemas open and it'll do a lot of money on, on Blu-ray. Mulan has obviously done shit that they, they just know they don't want to lose money. And, but you're absolutely right for the times when you've made a billion on Skyfall, maybe just, maybe they should say, you know what, let's just release it and just give something for people to go see. And if we lose money, then it's a, it, businesses have taken a hit, but studios are in this privileged position where they can say, we're not going to lose money we can protect our business by keeping hold of this thing and making money on it in two years time when everything's all right uh, and that's that they're the ones for me who should be doing it but anyway um should we go on to some good news
1: Oh, there better be a lot of tits in this news, Paul.
0: The Hollywood Reporter is reporting that Jamie Foxx... Tits everywhere! Jamie Fox is coming to Spider-Man 3 in the MCU as Electro. Uh, Max Dillon from The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew... Finger... Quote, air uh, quotes, Garfield from Spider-Man 2. Are you... Uh, are you enthused? Why, f-
1: why did you finger finger quote his surname? Because as always... Not, t- is he, is he not Andrew Garfield?
0: No, no. Every time you start talking about Andrew Garfield, you always start... Oh, I'm, I'm not allowed to talk about what no. I think of his performance. You always use the A word. And when <laughs> I just don't <laughs> want to go down there tonight. That's a lot of editing. Right, but that's yeah, just right, Andrew right. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, if I'm being honest. Because, you know... In what context is he going to be there? Is he going to be a body? Is he going to be a multiverse body? Is he going to, you know, I, like, and I, what are we supposed to believe now that Jimmy Fox is a different character but the same character? I, I don't understand. I don't understand.
0: All I want to say from this is something happens in Doctor Strange, which rips open the multiverse, and yes. in Spider Man Three, you've got Spider Man, Tom Holland. And then you have Maguire and one of his villains. And Andrew can we Garfield. have Snow
1: Patrol singing
0: Signal Fire? Signal Fire, Snow Patrol singing Signal Fire. Andrew <laughs> Garfield and Electro. Even Miles Morales from Spider-Verse. Have them come in to the Spider-Man 3 and have it as a, a live-action multiverse film and throw and just go balls to the wall on it. If you're bringing in an Electro and Jamie Foxx. But apparently he said on his Instagram he's not going to be blue. So maybe he's... He's what another version of the character, ex-
1: but what you're explaining is a cluster fuck of a movie. Like that would have to that would have to be that they would have to use that version of Spider-Man in so many other movies to to try to explain what in blue fucking Jesus is what's going on.
0: Well, they're relying on everybody watching Doctor Strange. Even now, they've said the um, the TV shows Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, they are going to be important to the story of the MCU. Of course,
1: they will. Aye, so, but that's going to. but the, how important? How important is it going to be? We'll to find out when
0: WandaVision comes out.
1: It looks shit, Paul. Let's just say <laughs> it right now. It looks shit.
0: Um, Rick Moranis. I'm fucking raging at this, by the way.
1: Listen... Listen, listen, I will take a fucking plane to New York and I will burn that city to the fucking <laughs> ground if this son of a motherless goat is not found.
0: This is the, the thing which punched Rick Moranis, everybody's favourite scientist and ghost you know unofficial ghostbuster uh was walking down the street and somebody just decided to swing and punch what is it 68 68? A 68 year old man in the face you know what whoever did that and i know it's very unlikely that they'll be listening but they are scum they are dirt they are nothing they contribute nothing to this world no and people like that should just die i one hundred and ten percent
1: agree. See, for the simple fact is, number one, I don't think he knew who it was. Number two, I have no hesitation saying this isn't the first per- time that this person has done something like this. Yep. And number three, he should have his balls cut off and he should have his fucking head dumped into the Hudson River until the bubbles stop. But what?
0: What? what do they what possesses it's oh, like listen
1: yeah. it's it's that same shit as as like happy slapping now for people who are listening outside of the uk and basically weren't alive in the mid 2000s late 2000s you know around 2007 2008 2009 happy slapping was when Fucking when video recording equipment became knowledgeable into fucking phones, people used to walk around and slap strangers in the face at bus stops wherever and film it. Happy slapping is our version. Happy slapping is slapping our, version. No, happy our, our version of school uh, shooting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but if but if if something like that happened, if you're a human being that thinks yeah. that that shit is funny, like I am, I am sorry. You, you're you're the fucking lowest cunt that has ever walked the earth like I, I i genuinely i would genuinely love to get i would love somebody to slap me across the face like just stand at a fucking yeah bus stop just me. out of nowhere i would, I would fucking murder them I, I i genuinely wouldn't hold back i would fucking murder them because i know there's cameras everywhere and i would strangle them in the fucking street and go self-defense
0: your Honor, uh, may I submit episode thirty-six of the Movership <laughs> podcast? Premeditation.
1: <laughs>
0: so anyway, let's let's just let's just move away from the possible uh, the possible alibis and and evidence. So uh, we did a quiz this week, didn't we? But I did. I tried to. I realised where I went wrong. You went wrong. You went wrong a couple of times, Paul. I haven't edited it out and even. Let's, and let's and let's
1: just be honest about it. You kept you kept those points in as well.
0: No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You did. You did. I? did. No, you I, didn't. Kept, yeah, I didn't. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and do you know what the fucking most annoying thing is about it as well? The two points that you fucking or what's two points? It wasn't three points.
0: I didn't. The include three him. points
1: that you, you did include them. You kept him with them points.
0: I'll tell you, we'll, tell, we'll talk in a minute, but first, <laughs> so after that beautiful, ooh, what could have happened at the quiz, build up to this segment, um, first here's a little bit of, I guess, the four nerds by nerds from one of their recent episodes on Legend um, and the quiz, and we'll see you on the other side.
3: Uh, this is a movie about a demon who seeks to create eternal night. It's the devil. And he wants to destroy uh, the last of the unicorns and he wants to marry the fairy princess. Okay, so this is a straight up fantasy <laughs> movie.
4: Oh my god. That's amazing.
3: Re- <laughs> read that sentence again. I need to hear. Okay. A demon who seeks to create eternal night by destroying the last of the unicorns and marrying a fairy princess. And he's, um, he's uh, a. <laughs>
0: Destroy the last of the unicorns. Right, so here we are for another round of the Movie Chef pod quiz, Movie Chef. We're not going to be editing any of this, so Cormac, again. <laughs> right. The okay. Iron censorship that is on a- you there was an autism joke last week and i apologize all right i think you should take this moment to apologize you just address the entire universe what about our fans all 33 of them
1: <laughs> i made i made an error in the joke that i made and it wasn't directed at, at the, you know what this happened last week the more that the more that i speak the more trouble that i get into so if we can just if we can move on
0: right so gentlemen are we all set for bumper edition of the movie chef pod quiz movie chef so Yay. first of all first of all contender number one cormac Yay. the leader of the Cormaniacs from Town. what are you drinking today sir
1: i am drinking a really cheap wine in a iron man glass
0: is that what you get free from a from a happy meal or something
1: no, I bought it for twelve ninety nine in a retail outlet in the Northern Ireland. So fuck yourself.
0: And joining us all the way from is it is it Cheshire, Glenn? I've got no yeah. the Welsh border. From the border town of Runcorn, the contender <laughs> to the throne, Mr. Real Glen Davis. How are you doing, sir? Welcome. Woo! Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Are you all set for this? Are you, are you primed? I mean, you've you've got some absolute sort of quality backing in terms of the nerdscape here. Your Comic Con, your connections, your your Hollywood connected. This guy is. Do you think you've got what it takes to set the belt from Josh? I don't know. I did well on the one that I listened to, but it
5: just depends what the questions are like
1: this week, doesn't it? No. Yeah, it depends <laughs> if anybody asks any bollocks fucking Bond villain ones, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 yeah. I wonder, was, wank, I wonder what wanker did that.
0: That was actually my mate Dan. I read back through the questions today. It was actually a bloke called Dan from Preston. So oh, he, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Glyn in The end. I tell him I was drunk at the time.
1: Glyn, <laughs> I I'd I like to take. I, I would like. I would like to take this this time to apologise. Um, it was Paul who fucked this up. So <laughs> I, I apologise for the the abuse that I've been giving you for the last two episodes.
0: And joining us from five hours back in time, Ben, welcome. Do you think you've got what it takes to take on your co-host today and win the battle and take the belt home, literally?
3: Uh, I hope so. Ben, did I see you drinking some wine? Uh, This is champagne. I'm celebrating today. I get to go back to work tomorrow. (laughs) Yay!
0: (laughs) Woo! (laughs) And the champion, the man who uh, everyone is trying to take the crown from. The not one,
4: I'm not
0: the by those host, Josh. Welcome. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. The champ You're is going. Right. Okay. Well, let's get straight into it then. Round number one. We're getting straight in with the podcasters round this week. So Josh, as your champion, champion's advantage, these questions are totally at random, but you get the choice. Do you want to go first or do you want to go last and have everybody else go first and see what you got to do?
4: I'll
0: go first. Right, okay. So, first one. From Corey and Kevin Talk About Nothing podcast. I'm going to be doing this for everyone. Which member of the Arrested Development cast was also played Rob in Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind? Shit. I've
4: never seen Arrested Development. Um, go with Jason Bateman, because he's the only person I know
0: uh, it was... No, David Cross. He was. Are we allowed to... oh, yeah. Cormac. Are we allowed same. You're the one. You're the one who was checking this. Are we still okay to talk about David Cross? Didn't something happen with him?
1: No, I think he's already still active.
0: Right, <laughs> he's, he's active. He's not on the list yet. Okay, he's
1: not. He's not a predator yet.
0: Right, Glenn from Lady Mouth podcast at Lady Mouth. Which member of Monty Python wrote the screen screenplay for Labyrinth? I'm going to go with Terry Jones. Yes, Terry Jones. Yeah, bang on. So, Glen like Storm's that. into the lead. Ben, Cold Callers, Comedy Podcast, Ryan and Paul have sent which future Oscar winner was originally cast as Juliet in Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, but was then recast because her young appearance opposite Leonardo DiCaprio made everyone uncomfortable? Oh, my. Which uh, future Oscar winner was originally cast as Juliet?
3: Uh, wow. Um,
0: you can blame Brian and Paul from Cold Callers Comedy, comedy for yeah, that. It's not it's, to do with uh, me.
3: Oh, my. Uh, Halle Berry. <laughs> 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 Is it,
0: Anna it was Natalie Portman. <laughs>
3: Natalie Portman. <laughs> right, Okay. Cormac. I'm gonna gonna lob some crazy ones at you if I don't know the answer.
0: (laughs) Go for it. Go for it. Cormac. Go. See, this is why I said who's gonna go first and who's gonna go second. From the awfully are you you gonna drop a
1: fucking bomb
0: on me? No, it's the the order in which they're written, just shut your mouth. Awfully Irish podcast.
1: Bastards. (laughs)
0: Alright. Name three of the dwarves who set out to reclaim their mountain home. In *Hobbit*, the unexpected journey. Who did Jimmy?
5: Nesbitt I've Nesbitt met play? four of these, and I still couldn't tell you the names.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't be sleepy, happy. <laughs> um... I <I-ho-ho-ho. laughs> Jesus Christ! Why can't I even think of one? Who did Jimmy Nesbitt play? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I have a a complete fucking mind blank.
0: Are you, you going to get three? Are you even going to really? get one? I can't. I can't. I
1: can't even
0: think of one. Okay. That's pathetic. Thorin, Balin, Dwalin, Bifur, Bofa, Bomber, Fili, Kili, Oin, Gloin, Nori, Dori, Ori. Really? Wanted to, wanted to ask for five. They wanted to ask for five at first.
1: Jesus.
0: Josh, Music City nine one one true crime podcast with real nine one one calls. Which item of Spaceball's merchandise did Elon Musk design and make for real, shifting almost 20,000 units in three days at a price of $500 each?
5: Space? Can I get a point if I
0: answer this? Nah. I think
1: I know it as well.
4: What's the ring?
0: The what? The
4: Schwartz ring?
0: No. Come on, Glenn. <laughs> That'd be cool, that's A, a flamethrower, yeah? A flame they He 20, sold 20,000 oh, flamethrowers. That's not the bastard got enough money? Who's <laughs> now?
3: Those already exist. Yeah, that's, that doesn't. That's that's
0: yeah. Which oh. item of Spaceballs merchandise did Elon Musk hey, take it up with Music 911? I'm honest to God, I'm signing myself away from this one. I'm safe. It's the next round you've got to worry about. Uh, Glenn? Ryan Green, uh, check out his YouTube film, Trespasser, and also his episode of the Movie Chef podcast that he did with us. Which legendary horror filmmaker and writer was originally chosen to direct Universal's remake of The Mummy in the 90s before Stephen Sommers?
5: Right, I don't do horror films, but I'm just going to guess one of the biggies, maybe. uh, John Carpenter.
0: Clive Barker. Right,
3: I don't even know who he is. Oh, (laughs) you were close. That would
0: have been really weird. That would have been interesting, definitely. Ben. At yeah. Yo. <laughs> so <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Let's get it going. <laughs> at Trivia Chic, Trivia Theatre on YouTube, which director was known in the 50s and 60s for low-budget B-movie productions, including The House on Haunted Hill, whilst using over-the-top gimmicks to promote the film, including shocking cinema-goers in their seats?
3: I don't know Alfred
0: Hitchcock, William Castle. Oh, I thought I thought Hitchcock at first. Calm. <laughs> well,
1: alone. See if That's this good. is see if this is another fucking multiple question
0: from the bigger boat name, film.
1: Name seven thousand people who were in the fucking cast.
0: Bigger boat film quiz at film underscore quiz. What connects the following movie titles? Hook, Big Lebowski. The last king of Scotland, RoboCop Two.
1: Is it something random, like one of the Coen Brothers wrote the script for for them?
0: What links the titles?
1: The titles. You didn't say titles. Yes, I did. We fucking didn't.
0: Uh, <pling>
1: <laughs> Length of titles?
0: Alright. Come on.
1: I'm not a fucking notion. Anyone? No.
0: They're all named after the bad guys from the films. That was really fucking obvious as well. Go <laughs> <laughs> we run say- out. Two. RoboCop Two. Robocop Did, Robocop, huh? In RoboCop Two, though, they make a second RoboCop, don't they? Is it King? Oh, hold on, hold on. Take it up with Phil Hey, no, hold I on.
1: The last the, it? last, the last, the last King of Scotland. Yeah. It, that's James. That's James McAvoy.
0: No, it's not. That's Idi Amin because he writes to the Queen and tells. I didn't need to get into this right now. It, it's the last king. He, he calls himself the last King of Scotland. I'm not going to do the impression of Forrest Whitaker. Why
1: yet? am I getting well, all no, these random gonna... fucking multiple choice questions?
0: Josh went first. You got the shit ones. Deal with it. Josh, hello. What fishy movie is famous for using editor Verna Fields' swimming pool to reshoot a famous scene? And that's from at Vader Jaws.
4: Like what fishy movie?
0: what fishy movie is famous for using editor Werner Field's swimming pool to reshoot a famous scene? Is it Jaws? It is Jaws. Do you know which scene it is? Uh, yeah, <laughs> the <when> they <laughs>
4: go and rescue the boat because it's all fucked up. And it's all...
0: Yeah, and when the head comes out, that was it's filmed funny. in the editor's uh, swimming pool. Right, Glenn. it's yeah. a musical podcast from uh, Drew and Danny have sent. Who directed the 2004 adaptation of Phantom of the Opera?
5: I have no fucking idea. Uh,
0: Seriously, I don't know. of Is it... Oh, Bill Condon, is it? He does loads of musicals. Nah. Jules Schumacher. Right. Of Batman and Robin fame. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: you guys loved, loved that one, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did not.
3: Uh,
0: trust right, Ben. Knew,
3: the champion knew this.
0: Right, Ben, are you ready for this? No. This is from Slash City.
3: Yeah! He's going to be
4: on here tomorrow.
0: In Predator, Blaine gets angry because no one wants his chewing tobacco. What does he claim the tobacco will make you? Come on. And they said you should know this because you did the episode on it.
3: I should know this. Uh, Can I get Can I get a point? Nope. What is it? Invincible. No. I don't know.
4: Go Uh,
0: on, Josh. A sexual tyrannosaurus. What? (laughs)
3: Sexual? A sexual tyrannosaurus. Oh fuck me.
0: (laughs) Come back.
1: (laughs) All right. Which fucking choose seven thousand fucking films? Here we go. I don't need the
3: the dip to do that. I'm I'm good. I don't need tobacco to do that. I'm already a sexual...
0: (laughs) Blood and Firewater podcast for Brandy and Rashad. They say, what is the precious MacGuffin which everybody is chasing in the film Snatch?
1: The dog? With a squeaky toy?
0: Now... I'm going to throw it over to you guys here because they've given us a different answer, but you're right. They do. There are actually chasing the dog around. Technically, yeah, it's actually, it's actually the one with the diamond. they were all after The, the, the squeaky diamond.
1: toy. Yeah. The diamonds inside the squeaky toy.
0: Gents, I'll let you decide this one. I'm too close. I'd say no.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, do you, want to give him,
0: do you want to give him the point?
3: It's
0: your show. You
1: pick. I mean, pity points? Uh, Maybe. Is that a penny
0: point? Sorry, dude. Ben spoken.
1: My God. (laughs) (laughs) My
0: God. Right, Glenn.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) This question is from Josh.
5: Oh, shit. Okay, that's going to be a twatty question, I imagine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Name the three films that star Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. That's my question. Yep. You need to answer that. No, he
5: asked that. that question. Sleep
0: Josh. Yep. Sleepless in Seattle. You've got mail. Yep. Joe versus
5: the volcano.
3: Yes. Ah,
0: uh, good shade. Who posed that question? Wait a
3: minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who who actually asked that question?
0: Josh sent me no. that question. No, he
3: didn't. Me? Yeah. No, I
0: didn't. Did you not? No. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> <I> was <laughs> kind of <laughs> drunk when I was doing all these. <laughs> <we> just... <laughs> I was kind of drunk when I was putting this together. Could we just go with it and just pretend everything is good? No, gonna... no, <laughs> we no, we can't. No, no,
1: no, 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 we can't. No, we can't go with Paul because that's not the right fucking question.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we can't so majority right, you know rules what? majority you know rules here Paul do you remember
0: you know what forget them right? hey yeah majority rules you're right so we'll ignore that round so at the end of that round Glynn's leading by two Josh is on one Cormac's on zero <laughs> <laughs> right you, you're so pissed you can't
4: even name the fourth
3: person <laughs> <laughs>
0: ben sorry <laughs> wait a minute wait
3: a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> look at that glenn, did look you at ask that.
3: that question was that the question you posed what I can we that, just ask that question glenn was the one that sent that question
0: yes right that's why i've got did mixed up glenn i've changed something around did. yes i, I did something wrong don't worry ah, we'll get... ah, ah, don't worry i look very silly now <laughs>
3: None of this man can answer
0: that question. Remember right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a long night. Right. Have you got a pen and paper, Andy?
3: Yeah. Uh, probably, yep. I yeah. Paper. Dragon Ball oh, Z, let's go. Jesus.
0: I'm going to ask you this now, but I'll take answers off you at the end of the quiz. This is for five points, so it might make all the difference.
3: What
0: What six-letter name connects the following films?
4: What? What? You got cut off.
0: What six-letter name connects the following films? Jaws, Passengers, Terms of Endearment, Wayne's World. Okay, so I'll get the answers off you at the end. Now, closest wins round. So I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to give me the answer of what you think is. Whoever gets the closest gets two points, second closest gets one, and everybody else gets zero. So Josh is going to go first on these, because it's champions disadvantage this round. According to IMDB, what is the official runtime in minutes of the Blade Trilogy?
5: This is for all of us,
0: yeah? This is for all of us. I'm going to come around one by one. So, Josh first. What do you think it is? The Blade Trilogy. We need to get background music, don't we? Dun, 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 <laughs> Josh? I'm going to go 395. 395
1: Glynn 355 355 five. Ben 382
0: Tom I'm gonna go 320 uh, The answer is 350. So Glynn's the closest with two and uh, next out is Cormac with one I'm doing this properly because you guys are going to slate me if I get something wrong again. <laughs> what is the total number of Golden Globe nominations for every actor combined to have played James Bond? Do you want
5: me to go first,
0: or does it matter? no? We'll t- we'll go with Josh first. I'll go 12. 12. Glyn? Uh, 9. Ben?
3: Uh, I was leaning towards 11.
0: Calm. It. The answer is 10. So Ben and Glyn are going to get two points each because you both won away. Da, 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 da according to the num- according to the numbers.com right get ready for this what is the worldwide box office total for every cinema released film that has a- that Paulie Shaw has an acting credit in? I don't even
5: fucking know who
0: is. <laughs> there you go that gives you a good idea then. <laughs> in fact, I'll tell you there was 14 films Right, And it's a total box office gross. Total box office worldwide for Paulie Shaw's 14 films. Start with Josh again.
5: 120 million. Glyn?
0: I wrote 92. Million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 92 no, a quid. <laughs> ben. <laughs> ben. Uh, me? Yep.
3: Uh, 145 million.
0: 145 million. Come.
1: I'm going to go 146. <laughs> Asshole.
0: <laughs> That's just 213,796,472. So Cormac gets two points. Ben gets one. So that means at the end of that, Corm has uh, three points. Ben has three. Glynn has four. And Josh has zero. Josh, you've got to do something, man. Come on. You can do this. I believe in you.
5: Just, just before Wait. we move on, could
3: someone Wait. tell me some poorly short films? Biodome. Oh. All right, hold on. You got... What? In the army now. Biodome.
1: Encino uh, man. man.
3: Uh what's the one with the, the farmer's daughter? Son in- oh, son-in-law. Son-in-law, yeah. Jury
1: duty, yeah. There's jury a jury duty. Of- that's, that's a good one. That's a good one.
4: I got one point in the first round. So how do I have zero
0: points? No, you just got zero for that <laughs> round. So you're on so you're on one, Glenn's on six, Ben's on three, Cormac's on three. So that's at the end of the two rounds combined. So speciality round. Are
4: you gonna in- do that? Six
0: letter word thing? No, no, Damn. we'll do that at the end we'll do that at the end of the yeah. quiz. So keep if you keep having a think if you wanna we'll do that right at the end. It's extra five points, it might tip it. Okay, Ben, so you're uh, your specialist subject, back to the future. Thanks. Yeah, oh yes, yeah. Has <laughs> <laughs> Josh uh, done you in again? Is that gonna be...
3: <laughs> No 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 I picked this one only because I didn't do them in the first time. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm not a. Stop yeah, doing, yes, stop doing, yes. Ben, Josh.
0: <laughs> right, Ben. These are for two points each. Okay.
3: Oh God! Oh, we lost Glenn. Hold on, no, sorry, man. All right, there you are. All right, that face I couldn't do without. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what,
0: are, what are the names of Emma and Clara's children?
4: Uh, God. Don't
3: you fuck this up? Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, Einstein, and Freud. I, I, I listen. It's been a lot. I said, I said, Back to the Future One. Listen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's supposed to be a one in front of that.
0: They are Jules and Vern. Yep. Which one were pointing to his uh his dick. His dick. <laughs> there was it was a point where he was like telling somebody needed the toilet or something. Poor little bastard. What film is showing at cinemas in 2015 whose hologram scares Marty when he first arrives?
3: Oh like Jaws 20 or something like that. Jaws something.
0: Jaws 19. I'm gonna give uh, you. I'm gonna give you one, God, one. Give you one point because on. you're off by one. Hold the fuck on. Yes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just like me, uh, yeah.
1: This this is a fucking travesty, and you know it, Sunshine. You <laughs> fucking know it, Sunshine.
0: <laughs> who replaced Crispin Glover in Back to the Future Two? Oh
3: Jesus, I can't remember who they replaced him with. I can't. I'm
0: sorry, yeah, I have a point. So. No, no, you've got yours coming up.
3: No extra points, damn it! <laughs> yeah, no, Gosh, extra we'll for last no extra points. No extra points for wrong answers. Andrew Garfield.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, <laughs> Wiseman. <laughs> Jeffrey Wiseman. <laughs> Jeffrey Wiseman, right? Josh. It, it
3: right. was Jeffrey Wiseman. Yeah. if you didn't
0: know. Josh, the Friday the Thirteenth trilogy. Trilogy. Uh, <laughs> franchise. Sure, I've got Back to the Future in my head. Who is Jason's first kill in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two? What's that? Who is Jason's first kill in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two? Uh,
4: oh. it's the main girl from the first one. What the fuck? The
3: main girl from the first
4: one. Yeah, the main girl from the first one.
1: I like how people aren't rushed, like I'm rushed, to answer a question.
0: I'm giving our guests
1: <laughs> a little <laughs> leeway. <laughs> I'm fucking rushed, every time. Uh,
4: yeah, I, I, don't, I can't remember her name, I know who she is, but... I,
0: yeah. It's yeah. Alice. It is Alice. <laughs> Alice. What brought Jason back to life in Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives?
4: Uh, He got stabbed with a pole, and then that pole got struck by lightning.
0: Electricity, yeah. Two points. In the original Friday the 13th film, how does Jack die?
4: Is there a last name to this?
0: No, I didn't write one down.
4: (laughs) Jack. (laughs) I'm hoping Jack is bacon. And uh, I'm going
1: to say arrow through the throat.
0: Yes, Jack is bacon and it is an hour through the throat, so you get four Ooh. points in that round.
1: Well done, well done.
0: Uh Glenn.
1: Yes.
0: Back to the future, the trilogy.
1: <laughs> I knew <argue laughs> all, all of his
0: questions. i
5: better fucking
0: know these ones. I don't <laughs> Christ, I don't know whose questions I'm asking anymore. Which song is playing when Marty enters Cafe eighties in nineteen eighty five? Beat it. Yep. Well done. Beat it, two points. At the end of part two, which company delivers a message from Doc? Uh, oh, 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 oh. Uh, Western Union. Yes, Western Union. <laughs> Jesus. At what time does Marty agree to a showdown with Buford in Back to the Future 3? Eight
5: o'clock. Which one? Eight o'clock
0: morning yeah. or night yeah <laughs> six points there, full marks for glenn there that's right Corm. you've got to get these you need to stay in this
1: jesus i am nowhere near this
0: now, cormac's movie speciality question
1: no is... no 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 no. hold on hold no on. it's all right it's like, a movie
0: I'm... quiz it's you know don't worry no
1: it's a... no. no it's fine dragon... well i can still have the argument that dragon ball z i
0: never um... said anything yes so I've been so defensive Right, Cormac's, uh, Cormac's special subject for the movie quiz is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the TV show on uh, FX. So you better be good at this. What is the title of Dennis's memoirs? Uh,
1: Dennis Reynolds, An Erotic Adventure.
0: Dennis Reynolds, An Erotic Life. But uh-huh. I'm going to give you one point for that. Because I gave Ben one point for being uh, close at the jaws, so one point. What meal does Mac make Dennis on their first night in the suburban house?
1: Mac's mac and cheese.
0: Yep, yeah, Max mac and cheese. Question three. Who pooped the bed? I
1: did. Frank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was Frank. <laughs> yes, it is Frank. but I think Ben's needed to tell us something. You yeah. All right, over? <laughs> So Cormac gets five points from that round. So Cormac is currently on eight. Uh, ben is on four. Glenn is on twelve, and Josh is on five. Okay, you're just going to play this one on your own, and you're going to get you'll get some time. Cormac, don't worry. Who, who, who we're going to start with? Whoever's in last place. So Ben, you're going to go first on this, okay? okay. <laughs> I'm going I'm to give you I'm going to give you four categories and you've got to give me ten answers or you've got to bid for how many you're going to get right what? okay so first of all pick a category you can either have all the money in the world the best of the best the one or hairspray
3: all the money in the world
0: okay so i want you to name the top 10 worldwide box office taking films of all time okay you've got a bid for how many you're going to get right and you get a point for each What? And if you get, but if you get one wrong you lose all your points so how many do you think you'll get the top 10 biggest box office films of all time
3: i might be able to get four
0: okay
4: if he keeps going, does he get more points? Nah, he
0: goes four. You get your four.
3: I don't know them. I don't. Uh, top ten biggest box office of all time. The highest. Yep,
0: grossing. worldwide highest grossing? highest grossing of all time. Uh, uh, Avatar. You're going four, yeah. So Avatar, yep. Um. Uh, uh, uh. Black Panther. Nope, Black Panther isn't in there.
3: Shit. Uh, Star Wars.
0: Yep. Which one?
3: Shit, I might not get to four. Um. Give me a minute. I'm thinking. Aliens.
0: Nope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's embarrassing. Uh, uh, Batman,
0: 89. Oh, no, nope. you, get, you get two from that one. Okay, so that puts you on six for your final total.
5: Endgame, Infinity Next War, up. Titanic.
0: Yep, Infinity War, uh, Avengers Endgame, Avatar, Titanic, Jurassic World, The Lion King 2019, The Avengers, Furious 7, Frozen 2. Josh, you are currently. What?
3: <laughs> I said it's easy when you got them written down.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, you are seven behind Glynn. Do you want the best of the best, the one or hairspray? Um.
4: best of the best
0: okay what are the top 10 best ranked films on imdb's top 250 how many how many did you say you oh you didn't even tell me how many you're going for how many are you going to go for
4: behind i guess i'll go with seven
0: okay
4: <laughs> godfather two
0: yep Still with us? You screen frozen. <laughs> <laughs> you just waiting for IMDb to refresh. <laughs> uh, departed. Uh, no. no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm gonna get this thinking face
4: up. <laughs> uh, Casablanca.
0: Uh, Nope, that's not on there. It wasn't on there yesterday.
4: (laughs) Check again. (laughs) Let's see. Uh...
0: You got five more guesses. Uh, Good fellas? No. No. Nope. Intensity.
4: Just trying to think of like older movies
0: because like Back to the Future <laughs> and Aliens.
4: <laughs> you <know>? <laughs>
0: Mr. Stark, do you remember this really old movie? Can you not think?
4: You. <laughs> um Lord of the Rings. Which one? Uh the first
0: one? Yes. I should oh. also say which ones.
4: Yeah. Oh, um well, that's not a clue. Yeah, Twin Towers.
0: Uh no, Return of the King. What?
4: So you that's get two Return of the King sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> say that again, Ben. Shawshank is number one, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption, Godfather, Godfather. probably on that. No, Godfather Part 2, The Dark Knight, 12 Angry Men, Schindler's List, uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King, Pulp Fiction, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, Cormac, do you want the one or Hairspray? You are uh, four behind Glyn, so you need five to take the lead.
1: Wow, well, I'll have to choose my topic first.
0: I'm just trying to fill the gap, you know. No all dead right. air and all that.
1: I'll go the one.
0: <laughs> what are the 10 highest earning Keanu Reeves films at the worldwide box office?
3: Hmm. Are you going for all 10?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's going ahead?
0: Uh, well, you need five of these. Basically, you need five of these to take the lead. <sighs>
2: um,
1: I'll go five then. Okay. So, Matrix. Yep. John Wick. Which one? first one? Nope. John Wick 2?
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> John Wick 3? <three>. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Why can't they think of fucking Keanu Reeves movies now?
0: <laughs> you got two so far, you need another
1: three. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody
0: else got their little fucking time to sit here and think, Paul? You get as many uh, guesses as you want, do you? Yeah, I've kind of let that go, but we, I think uh, you are to be honest... Uh, no, 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 Ben, you got your points as well, and Josh got your points. But uh, <laughs> we'll sharpen the rules up for next round, don't worry. I'm just a little <laughs> hammered on that. Um, everything's, everything's moving. Let's just not highlight... Oh! Toy Story! Which one?
1: Toy, Toy Story 4. Um, how many is that? I got three.
0: Yep. You got one more guess. No, in fact, you haven't. You've got. You've had your five guesses, and you've had three. No, I don't.
1: Have, only, have I not done four?
0: John Wick one, John Wick two, John Wick three, Matrix, Toy Story four. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all right.
1: You know. All right. All right. See. Okay. I can be pliable, Paul. Glenn. I will take
0: Yes, I'm glad of that because that's the only one. That I'd be worried if it weren't left. What are the te- top ten highest grossing films of the eighties worldwide? Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, back to the Future. How many are you going for? How many guesses? Um, well, you, to be honest, you've won. Well, you're in the lead already, so you can you can go for it on this. I'll go
5: for. I'm trying to. I'll go for five.
0: Go ahead. So,
5: Back, back to the Future one.
0: Yes. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. No. Uh, Breakfast Club. Nope. Sarah Bueller? Nope. Fucking choice. Uh, I'll take it over Indiana Jones. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep, yeah, that's on there. So you got two. So they were uh, E. T., Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Last Crusade, Indiana Jones: Last Crusade, Batman. Back to the Future, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Top Gun, Rain Man, and Back to the Future Two, and the Kiana Reeves the Kiana Reeves ones come were Toy Story Four, The Matrix Reloaded, The Matrix, The Matrix Revolutions, John Wick Three, Speed, Something's Got to Give, Day of the Earth so Still, Constantine, and Dracula. So, Glenn, you are currently, and we've got one more round. And I'm just adding up points. Like I've got no tomorrow. So, Glenn, you're on fourteen. Ben, you're on six. Josh, you're on six. Com, you're on eleven. There was one question I posed to you earlier, which was Can worth you five. Fight that belt up nice to me, please, Josh. <laughs> 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 nice bubble wrap. You've got to get this right, though. Okay, you've got to hope Cormac doesn't get this right. This is worth five points, so it's for all of you. Which six-letter name connects the following films: Jaws, Passengers, Terms of Endearment, and Wayne's World? Josh. Nope. Ben. I have fuck it. Fuck it. No, it wasn't. Fuck it. I'm afraid. <laughs> Good guess, though. Good guess. You're you're a spot on. You tip for taking part. I'm going to get you on a little trophy saying if you if you had fun if you won. Glenn? <laughs> I do not have a, a fucking clue. Cormac, for five points to win with 16 over Glenn's 14, do you have an answer?
1: What are the movies again?
0: Jaws, Passengers, Terms of Endearment, Wayne's World.
1: And what name?
0: Six letter name.
1: What kind of a name? A person's name? It's a name a person's name
0: yes it can be everything's got a name
1: jaws turns of endearment passengers and what else wayne's world wayne's world not a clue
0: Clint, <laughs> you are the champion <laughs> stop give us some give us some car horn in the middle of the run car just stop beeping your horn over the per- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> a, the answer the answer is aurora fuck off <laughs> <laughs>
1: what aurora? Oh, call, my, that's, call my my that's my that's my daughter's name <laughs> Why what's wants the connection? What's the connection?
0: Jaws Hooper's boat is called Aurora. Aurora is J- Jennifer Lawrence's um, character in Passengers. Shirley McLean is Aurora in terms of endearment, and Wayne's World is from Aurora. Uh, Aurora,
1: Aurora, Illinois. Uh, so, Glenn. Honest question.
0: Say again.
3: I can't answer. We need to. You have can't. More- Question that I'm not allowed to answer for all of the belt and everything else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, there you go. That's uh, you Glenn. You can.
3: Question I posed to you.
0: Oh, uh, you don't worry. There'll be time for you to get retribution. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, uh, you'll have to stay on the ginger ale that night, and uh, you'll be fighting fit. Don't worry. There was, yeah, those questions that you said, like I say, I totally fucked up on that one, but that didn't matter, so that was my bad on them ones, but there'll be better ones for next time. Glenn I have to come back next week not every month <laughs> just yeah it's every month just if you want to sling any abuse at some random twitter account right now maybe they'll pick the pick someone up and come back to us <laughs> Is anybody you want to slay just go for fucking just go for lady gaga just fuck you maybe get her on for a quiz pop quiz next week um who but was, look, who,
1: what was the fucking what was the podcast that gave that fucking dwarf fucking shit
0: awfully irish awfully irish podcast
1: of course they are of course they are <laughs> fucking I- irish bastards
0: they originally wanted you to name five and i talked them they've down ru- to three
1: those fucking irish bastards have ruined the world they've ruined the world
0: <laughs> oh so that they- so you know this so you're in the north now
1: no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I'm
5: I'm
0: so gentlemen josh ben tell us what you've got coming up for a spooktacular october and your tea public and everything tell us what you got
4: uh monday kicks off werewolf week there'll be an episode every day monday through friday and then, holy shit yeah lots of uh special guests throughout the month and but, let's see our twitter is Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram at FMBN, the number four in the letter U. And ben,
3: what, what's T-Public? Uh, you can buy our swag at tpublic.com forward slash FMBN. Click on the link for all of our...
0: There you <laughs> go. go. Where's... Uh, you can uh... get uh, You can get some neat tapestries. I'm gonna get one of your tapestries for uh, to cover my tea cosy, my are well, You
3: guys wearing our stuff yet? You need to be wearing our stuff when you're on our show, man.
0: I've <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll tell you about that in a minute, Glenn. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, uh, tell us what you got. You've got uh, anything you want to promote? Do you want people following you on Twitter? Have you got anything like that, or are you happy yeah, enough? I'm, you? A, I'm happy for anyone to follow me on Twitter. I've, I've not got a podcast like you guys, but I do put some. What,
1: Alright stuff up I suppose so if you want to give me a follow it's <laughs> at real Glenn Davis. At real Glenn Davis? Yeah. And Glen
0: you'll Davis. have to what did you decide on by the way? Was it um your back to the future Funko thing oh, that you sent have to be autographed? See the the
5: funko's, the Funko was winning, I think, but I really like Jeffrey Wiseman who played because the Glover said both, but I'd ask because he follows me
0: on Twitter, but I'd have to send, I'd have to pay twice, and it's like more two hundred pounds a time. So yeah, Glenn. Just when you're getting out of the car, just be careful of that name you've just dropped. You don't want to trip over that, you know. Oh, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeffrey Wiseman, actually. Uh, close, close personal friend. Yeah, I've got. Uh, did I did I tell you Jeffrey Wiseman was following me on Twitter? Oh, yeah, we we got a reply from uh, Sandra Bernhardt. So Sandra Bernhardt and fuck, Don Cheadle once
1: fucking tweeted me about the general. So eat that, Glenn.
0: So, Cormac, two quizzes running, you've failed to reclaim the mantle twice. The guests just walk in here and walk all over you with these quizzes. I
1: wonder why. I wonder why. Listen. You should be giving me the fucking answers. You You should be giving me the answers. That's what you should be doing.
0: The MacGuffin was not a squeaker. And I said, which precious MacGuffin were they all chasing? They weren't always chasing the squeaker. The, I, listen, I they the weren't dog. always chasing the dog They were I chasing gave the, you the dog. I gave you the squeaker.
1: I gave you that should have been worth the point. Anybody everybody else answered at least one question that wasn't 100% true Okay. That
0: wasn't 100% okay. the question. I'll give you one point.
1: point.
0: No, I'll give you no, no, one no, point. I'll give you one point.
1: No, <laughs> I'll
0: give you one point, which means Glenn's still one by one. Very good, Glenn. Well done, mate. And, uh, and you and
1: you, and you still give him the point to the question that he asked you to ask himself.
0: I really think you need to just take a breather here. Just breathe right. into a carrier bag or something. Well, not a carrier bag. <laughs> just put a <laughs> rope around your neck. Put a <laughs> carrier bag on your head and swing in the <laughs> <laughs> right, so Glenn is our new king of quizzes. Um, to, be, to be
1: fair, to be fair, he, he, there were some of the questions, like his Back to the Future questions. There were two of them that I, I, just would never have even contemplated, and he got them. So,
0: uh, yeah, and to be honest, some of his were um, pretty tricky actually. So it, it yeah. does, have, but he um, has suggested the guys from VHS Strikes Back. Come on. And do you know what the first thing I said was? Are they in the UK? Are they, <laughs> they in the are. UK? Oh my god for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I was rough on Friday morning for work. I was oh god, I'm I'm thirty seven years old and getting into bed at one in the morning after editing a podcast just been... Hey Paul,
1: hey Paul, hey Paul. You don't you don't look a day over thirty one.
0: God bless you, son. So Glenn is our new champion. He'll be That's a lie <laughs> prick. Glenn is our new champion, he'll be back on in a couple of weeks' time. Um, defending his crime um, he and uh, as champion and as winner of the quiz he has also picked the ending song for this episode um, and, it, and it goes out to one very special lady it's, you'll, you'll know what I mean And
1: Virgin, The Virgin Mary
0: <laughs> Michelle Obama <laughs> alright lads I just love that Michelle Obama <laughs> will you play a song for her <laughs> What's that? Um, is is, is, is Ke- kind of Welsh, so it's probably Green Green Grass. <laughs> oh, hello. It? Well, he actually Glyn uh, Hello there, boys. Glyn uh-huh. Dev here.
1: Oh, hello there, boys. Wanna sing the Green Green Grass at home?
0: I still love the fact that he, he were blasting his horn at 11 o'clock on a Thursday night on his drive, <laughs> and he had his five kids in bed. His and five and kids banging the window. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fucking sleep, dad. <laughs> So, Glenn's going to be back on. Uh, Next Sunday, we're doing a movie menu. Are we going to do the year or the star that we discussed?
1: Uh, I would say the star.
0: Next Sunday will be a special menu on Jim Carrey. That's right. The old rubber face himself. Are we going to go serious? Are we going to go zany? Who knows?
1: Well, I think, I think, I I don't know. I... (sighs) There, there is obviously one is the best Jim Carrey movie. It's Ace Ventura. Yes, like like it is the best Jim Carrey movie. So I think yeah. I think I think we should stay away from that.
0: Why? I I it's a menu of the best of Jim Carrey. I know. I'm looking like... at Truman Show. I was looking at Eternal Sunshine. I was looking at the number twenty three, and then I carried on looking. Mask.
1: The Mask is <laughs> a great show.
0: The Mask, Dumb and Dumber. The majestic, Earth Girls Are Easy. Earth Girls, well,
1: there we go. Earth Girls Are
0: Easy. That's a Truman, great show. Truman show. You've already said Truman Show. Stop repeating yourself. So good. So good. You can name it, Mr. Popper's Penguins. Liar, liar. I mean, oh, liar, I, liar. I would, liar, Yeah. I would put Liar, liar up there with no, the mask. Dumb and, no, just below. No. Just below Dumb and Dumber. Ace Ventura. Just, just below there.
1: Just below.
0: Just below. You're fucking mental Above Ace Ventura 2
1: Bruce Almighty Or Bruce Almighty (sighs) See you're the kind of wanker You're the kind of wanker that would think Bruce Almighty Is nearly as good as Dumb and Dumber Go fuck yourself Paul No I
0: think Bruce Almighty was nearly as good as Evan Almighty I actually thought Evan Almighty Evan
1: Almighty wasn't even funny
0: (laughs) I thought that was better than Bruce Almighty
1: Eat it dick It wasn't even funny
0: well, we're going to find out for next week, aren't we? So I don't think he's had very—he has had some bad films, but for the fish course, I don't want to put any. I'm trying to think of some way we can just do four good films, and nah, no, let's we slate one. Let,
1: let me let me do the fish course. I I know I know what I'm choosing.
0: Right. Okay. So you're going to do the fish course. You do the fish. In fact, if you're doing the fish course, you do the main course as well. You you okay. come up with what the best Jim Carrey. Is. So we're going to do a starter, which is what is a good introduction to Jim Carrey. If somebody's never seen Jim Carrey before, what would you show them as a starter for his uh, for his films? And then there's the fish course, something that stinks a little bit and you just want it out of your house as quickly as possible. Uh, the main course, the showstopper, the piece de la thorns. I will practicing that all day. And then the dessert, the the warm, succulent, nourishing, tasty pudding that vagina. you always go back to. That <laughs> <vagina. laughs> <laughs> you always go back to on a cold winter's night. Um so tune in next week for that. Of anything anything else from you, Mr. Cormack? Listen.
1: Same thing every week. Peace, love, and understanding. I hope I hope Donald Trump doesn't die but I hope he suffers horrendously.